Hey, what's good, everybody? My name is Henry C. Murphy, and you are locked in to the God Bless the Entrepreneur podcast, where we talk about business, finance, stewardship, and the journey of entrepreneurship. Let's get it in. Hey, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to the God Bless the Entrepreneur podcast. It doesn't matter if you're in your car, walking the dog, at a coffee shop, at the gym, on the jog, on your job, or creating your own profession. Thanks for listening. Hey, listen, man, listen. I know it's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you. Hey, listen, I appreciate you guys, man. Like, I know it's been a minute um, since we dropped another podcast, but you guys still have been listening, you know what I mean? And I appreciate that. The downloads have still been crazy, man, even in my absence, you know what I mean? A lot has gone on since then, a lot of transition. We transitioned into a a, a new building. Uh, this building is huge. Um I'm in a new podcast room today. I'm excited about that. You know what I mean? Uh, we still got some some building out to do, um, but, man, it's coming along. You know what I mean? So, um, listen, we about to get into it, man. This episode right here is called There Is No Success Without Failure. You know what I'm saying? And I thought this would be a perfect episode to talk about failure and how you need it to progress in whatever you are doing. So my question is this. How are you looking at failure? Are you letting it drag you down or are you allowing it to catapult? you. Um, if you're not allowing it to catapult you, I hope this episode gets you in a place mentally where you are letting that happen, man. I recently had a conversation with my wife the other day and she brought up like, uh, Failure equals experience. It does. You know what I'm saying? Failure equals experience. And this episode came from that conversation. And so, you know, what we what we talked about was this, right? Like, how do you take your failures and move forward? forward with them to become better. You know what I mean? And listen, I respect that woman so much, man. Like she caught the bus to get her GD. She got into college. And listen, when she got into college, man, she she ran into this, uh, some opposition when she was taking the Regents test and she failed repeatedly, man. But she never lost her enthusiasm. And that's the thing. Like even when you were failing, never lose your enthusiasm. You know what I mean? So she didn't stop. She killed it, passed the test. Man, she went on to get her master's, and that's what, like, using failure to get you to where you need to be for the win. You know what I mean? So, listen, what we're going to talk about today is a few things that I think will change your mindset. Because maybe you don't have enough people around you. Um, that have failed and keep going. You know, it might be people around you, they failed and, and then they quit. No consistency. You know what I'm saying? And so let's talk about a couple of people, man. The first person I'm going to talk about is Sir James Dyson. Like, it took him 15 years and 5,126 times before he got the prototype right for Dyson, man. Like, listen, now he has the best-selling uh, bagless vacuum cleaner, man, with a net worth of four point. Five billion. It led to a net worth of four point five billion. But it took him fifteen years and five thousand one hundred and twenty-six times. How many people would have quit before they actually got to that prototype? How many people do quit before they get to where they are trying to go? You feel what I'm saying? And so, listen, I'm gonna give you some more examples, right? So, like um, uh, Steven Spielberg, right, was rejected by University of Southern California Film School, bro. That's that's Steven Spielberg, man. The stuff that he's done. 
done is crazy. You know what I'm saying? He was rejected. That didn't stop him. He kept going. You know what I'm saying? Tim Ferriss, uh, The 4-Hour Work Week, which is a phenomenal book. He was rejected 25 times, and he is a dope entrepreneur. You know what I'm saying? So, look, check this out. 300 times the founder of Pandora hit, listen, 300 times, man, uh, he was he was rejected by investors before he got his funding. I mean, that's Pandora, bro. Pan, and then you know, recently Pandora has rebranded themselves, and now they're, they're even doper. You know what I mean? But you got to think about that, bro. It wouldn't exist. Like, if he stopped, you know what I mean? 300 invest. He had to go through that many investors to get the funding he need to, to take what was in his mind and bring it to the world. You know what I mean? 1,009 times Colonel Sanders himself, who started KFC, was turned down when he tried selling his fried chicken recipe. That's crazy. That is crazy. 1,009 times, bro. You know what I mean? Think about that. Listen, 1,000 times Tom Edison created failed prototypes before he got the electric bulb, bro. One thousand. Oh, I'm sorry. Ten thousand times, not one thousand times. Ten thousand times he failed. That is crazy. Before he got the light bulb, like like right now, could you even imagine? You know what I'm saying? Can you even imagine life without the light bulb? You feel what I'm saying? He failed 10,000 times, man. That is insane. But, man, the main person I want to talk about today is uh, Sylvester Stallone. And the reason I want to talk about it, I'm watching Creed 2 the other night, and I was thinking about how phenomenal the movie was, right? And I'm thinking about, man, this all started from Rocky, right? Like, Creed 2... I mean, the Creed's joint had moved into a whole new generation of of now. Like, you know, people who are living now can appreciate that. Like, you know what I'm saying? They might not even know about Rocky like that, but they came in the Creed. And it's like, yo, you you don't even know the whole story of this joint. So Sylvester Stallone, like, he wrote Rocky in 20 hours after seeing a fight with Muhammad Ali and Wepper, right? And so Ali was killing dude, right? But dude kept coming. This is what sparked the movie for Stallone. And I'm like, yo, that makes perfect sense because, like, Stallone was a beast. Like, no matter what you gave, Rocky took, and he kept coming. But that Ali fight is the one that sparked that. You know what I'm saying? Prior to this, like, he was pretty much dead broke, man. Like, broke, broke. You know what I'm saying? His his wife wanted him to get a job, but he wouldn't do it because he couldn't do it. He knew if he went back to work, right, that he would fall into the lifestyle of working again and lose his hunger. You know what I'm saying? He might have got a decent job, start making some money, um, just, you know, just living life, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. The, the problem is he knew for a fact that he had something in him that had to come out. So he was like, I can't go to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, he got so low that he sold his dog for $25, and that was his best friend in life. But he couldn't afford to feed the dog anymore. He can barely afford to feed himself, man. So listen, he pitching and pitching and pitching, and he finally gets an offer for $125,000 for Rocky. You know what I'm saying? I also have to mention that he held, he had so many failed scripts before that is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, one day he goes to a library and uh, he started reading, reading Edgar Allan Poe. But the reason he went there is because he was cold, bro. He, he, he just wanted to be somewhere where it was heat. And then Edgar Allan Poe gave him a different way of writing where he wasn't just writing about himself. You know what I mean? And so, you know, it, it kind of 
expanded him. You know what I mean? And so all this led up into all this led up into him writing the Rocky script. You know what I mean? So listen, when uh, he told him that he wanted to uh, play the role of Rocky, you know what I'm saying? They pretty much laughed at him, man, because nobody knew him. They was like, yo, we're not wasting our money on you. Nobody knows who you are. You're not going to start in this film. Rocky walked away. He walked away broke. He was still broke. He had no bread, right? So they called him back a few weeks later and offered him a quarter million dollars, not the star in the movie. They, listen, they try to offer this joker a quarter million dollars, not the star in the movie. You know what I'm saying? And look, he turned them down again. He knew. He was like, look, I was made for this part. I wrote this part with me in mind, and I know what it can be. You know what I'm saying? Listen, they came back again and offered him $325,000. But Stallone was relentless, man. He knew he had to play the Rocky role and no one else. So they came back. They compromised. They said, look, we'll pay you $35, give you points off the film. And basically, you know, he they said again, look, you are nobody. Uh, you're going to have to take this risk with us if we're going to do it, man. So they spent a million dollars on the movie. That movie grossed $200 million. Crazy. 1,500 times Sylvester Stallone was rejected when he tried selling his script, right? And he himself, he knew that he had to become Rocky for that mug to come alive. You see what I'm saying? And so what he did was, man, he he wrote down every negative thing that they said, bro, and he talked about it when they won the Oscar. That is crazy. That is crazy. Look, you have to be relentless, man, even in failure, because there is progress in failure. So you have to be relentless. You can't stop. You know what I mean? And I was thinking about, like, what are we going to talk about on this episode when I get back, right? What are we going to talk about? And I think this is the perfect thing because a lot of you right now, y'all are failing, but you're in a good place, right? Because you are trying to do something. You are trying to bring it to life. If we knew the answers or what to do exactly, then everybody would be doing something great all of the time, but it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. You know what I'm saying? So look, what are you working on that you want people to see? You know what I'm saying? I know you want them to see the potential in it. You know what I'm saying? They don't see it. You see it. So you have to get to the point to where they catch your vision. You feel what I'm saying? You could be, you. Well, I think about this, right? When we started Unapologetic Urban Gear, man, it was so many designs did horribly. They failed. You know what I'm saying? And now we have over, um, I'm going to say about 10 staples, which means that I can sell these particular designs all year round because people buy them all year round. But you know how many times it took before we before we got to that point? You feel what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, it's always failed experiences. And that's just like one of my personal failures that we failed in the design department. You know what I'm saying? Because you got to get it right. And even, man, listen, even with this new brand, Inspire, like, it's a lot of things I'm failing at right now. And it gets frustrated, but I know what it is to keep persevering. So I have to keep persevering. And I want you to keep persevering too. Look, you know the mantra, make moves or make excuses. Do good business and do it with integrity. This is Henry C. Murphy. Until next week. God bless the entrepreneur. Hey, thank you for tuning in to the God Bless the Entrepreneur podcast. Follow us on Instagram at God Bless the Entrepreneur. And check out our weekly blog on GodBlessTheEntrepreneur.com. Don't forget to subscribe. Talk to you next week. Salute.